Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. West Cork Beard Company make beard oil and beard balm for a strong, healthy, great-looking beard. Handmade from all natural ingredients in Clonakilty, West Cork. Check out their YouTube channel for beard care tips and advice, or catch them online at westcorkbeardcompany.ie. For gooners everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews, and the best Arsenal videos and podcasts. Download the free Gunners app now from the App Store and Google Play. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast, episode 108. What a strange situation um, that we find ourselves in at the moment. (laughs) Um, What's going on uh, around the world, not in just the world of sport. Um, Everything, absolute chaos. Uh, Ireland, where I live, um, is in kind of a semi-lockdown at the moment due to all what's going on. Uh, it's a bit weird. It's a bit eerie. Um, and the one thing I have got from it is um, how fucked up the human race is, to be honest with you. No common sense whatsoever, some people, but there you go. Um, it's always been like that. It's a bit of a weird one this week because we've got no game to talk about. But uh, Oh, excuse me. But... Um, we're going to have a chat about the Arsenal and, 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 and things around it. Dan, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I've uh, had a very interesting weekend, full of fun, full of sport, full of football. Uh, no, nah, it's been poor. What do people do without football, mate? I tell you, honestly, I, I, I don't get it. I can't, I, I can't deal with it. It's like two days of hell, mate, it's been. It's um, weird, isn't it? It's, it's, oh, I don't know what people do at the weekend who don't like football. No idea, mate. 
no idea, mate. But listen, I'm not into. I'm other, I'm into other sports, but even they're cancelled as well. You know, I see the book Sky Sports on or BT Sports, whatever you've got. None of it's on, is it? So it's just uh, you have to watch replays or you have to get glued to Netflix. Me and judges were talking yesterday about it. You just be glued to Netflix now, aren't we? Until sport comes back on, I think. I completed Netflix in two days. <laughs> Done. <laughs> completed it. Harry, how are you, sir? Not bad, not bad. I finally found out what my wife gets up to at a weekend, so interesting. interesting. I was the same. Yeah, I was the same. Apparently, I have a nine-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a four-year-old, and then there was some woman walking around the place making food for everyone. So I was like, geez, this is great. Judges, find, out miss, find out your missus gets made redundant from doesn't work at Woolworths anymore. That was what I heard. Oh, that's, yeah, that that was funny the first time I read it, but then after you scrolling through, scrolling through Twitter and it's like every yeah, other person. Yeah, it's like every other person, yeah. yeah. Judges, how are you? Yeah, not so bad, thanks, how, How's that back? Oh, still in pain, still in pain. Like, I'm glad that we're on the, that all the games are being called off. I'm not missing no games at the minute, like, you know what I mean? So that's that's a good that's a good thing. So, um, you know, we're, we're top of the league at this moment and um, on goal difference. So, like, I don't know if they're going to... Uh, Abandon the uh, Vets League, and if they do, it means I've got a Championship winners medal. So um, we'll have to wait and see on that night. You know? well, can, can we give that away? We'll give it away. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> I don't know what we can do. You know, so, uh, I don't give away medals. So I've had a, I've had a fantastic weekend though, because uh, as I was talking to Dan yesterday, uh, me and Dan had a chat yesterday. I've uh, I've been watching Netflix, and I've got into. Someone said to me, you've got to watch Lufa. I've never watched Lufa before. Yes. Like, you know I mean? yes. So, so good, mate. So, I've, well, I've done the first series already. Absolutely brilliant. Like this, this, this is getting in my way of Lufa today. Like, I can't, like, I can't wait <laughs> to watch Lufa. Don't, Second don't, series. Don't Second let us get in your way at all. I can no, I was just saying. So, uh, pick you out you like know, I did last week. Like, oh, no need for that. No, <laughs> Nigel, Calm it down, Nigel. Calm it down. <laughs> So anyway, like, you know, so yeah, so it's been a good week, uh, weekend. I don't know if I could do it too ever because I believe there's only four series of Lufa. I've got through one in a day, so that's only going to take me to Wednesday, Thursday. So I don't know what I'm going to do doing next week. He's so anybody got any recommendations to bring in any series or whatever like that I've not seen, feel free to put them up so that I can sit at home next weekend with my bad back in isolation, watching some good Netflix. That's all I ask. Harry, can you do me a favour, mate? Can you tweet out that we're live? I forgot to do it. And I'm worthwhile coming on here now because people are going to turn around and say, like, you know, give me some good stuff. I haven't got my phone with me. I'll give it to me little boys watching. Um, you're know. gonna, you're gonna hate me, but I haven't got the login on my new phone. Oh, and yeah, all right, Dan, no. can you do it? Can you tweet out the link to tell yeah, everyone mate. that we're live? Thank you very much. Hello to you all in the chat box. If you can and, share and it as well, for Dan, you know what I mean. Not, <laughs> yeah. I know, you, mate. I know. If you can share it all in the chat box as well, go on Twitter and let everyone know we're live. Good evening to you all. What's Peaky Blinders, somebody said. Oh, yeah, come on, everyone, yeah. watch Peaky Blinders. Come on. Come line on. of Duty, that's another good one. Line oh, of Duty. Brilliant, line of Duty. Mother of Thank God. Thank you, Karen. Seen Line of Duty, fantastic. Mother of God. I'm only interested in... What is it? I'm only interested in arresting <laughs> Ben Coppers. Well done. Mother of God, mother, mother of God. Graham! Oh! <laughs> Graham's back after about 28 weeks. Um, Graham's it. back. How are you, sir? It's only eight. It's, I'm very well, mate. It's only eight weeks, actually. 
Uh, I don't know. I knew, it, I knew it knew the exact time. I knew yeah. it. <laughs> the, the thing is, I'm a bit worried about tonight because I'm a bit out of my comfort zone. I've got no tactics to talk about. So, uh, uh, so first of all, shout out to Mark. I thought he was really funny last week. Uh, I don't know I'm going to top him, really, to be honest. He was excellent last week, so funny. Uh, and the show was off his head last week. I thoroughly enjoyed watching it when I got in late Monday night last week. Um, with no tactics to analyse, no long uh, analysis to give, Lee won't have to worry about going make a cup of tea and having something to eat this week. No, mate. I'm stuck in there. I, you know, I normally, when you're on, I normally go out, have a sandwich, have a cup of tea. But, you know, there you go. <laughs> I'll be upset about that last comment. But my Irish What's that then? My Irish accent was shocking. Yeah, it's good to be back. I, 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 to, to be honest, I, I thought it was good. all right. I thought yeah. it was all right. But with a name like Niall, probably he's got, you know... Yeah, he's to be, well, well, Niall, Niall, yeah, Niall Healy, he's probably in the right place to tell me that it was crap, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm going to take his word for it. I'm going to take his word for it, like, you know. Big up Niall. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, DJ talent over here. Um, <laughs> Just saying. I don't get comments like that. Just saying. Okay, so during last week, um, we were all quite shocked with the news that um, me and Carl Arteta, our boss, had um, tested positive for the coronavirus. Weak. We're weak. Um, we're oh, weak. The first one's down. We're weak. It's a mentality yeah. thing. We are the weakest club in the country. <laughs> first to go down. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Spend some fucking money. Concave's <laughs> fault because we're weak. The mentality of this club. <laughs> um, really, really, yeah, I mean, look, really, really, I mean, you just don't expect it to happen, do you? You know, you, you hear about things all over the world and it's happening to this people and those people and this team and that team. And then when it's so close to home with, with, with your own club and your manager's been struck down, I mean, Jesus it's, you know, it gets quite worrying then because you you have to you have to wonder about how many people that Mikhail Arteta has actually been in contact with over those over those few days. Um, could have been, you know, the multiplication on that. I mean, the, the people that Arteta are, um, are coming into contact with. Dan, all the players, mate, um, in two week isolation. Yeah, it seems that way. There were some rumours, weren't there? There were some under-23 players and there's some potentially unnamed players that have also could have it as well. But Mikel Arteta, we believe, is okay. His wife has given an update to say that he's getting better. I love this. I love this comment. I loved that comment. <laughs> Ian R, brilliant. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, it seems that he is on the men now. So um, I think as long as you are a... Uh, a young, fit male or female, you're more than likely to get away with it. And that's what seems to happen with Mikel Arteta. You're right there, Lee. Oh, I love <laughs> it. I love, it. I love that. I love these. I love that. I love our people in the chat. Love them. They're brilliant. Love them. Harry, um, the fella who apparently passed it on to Arteta, this is, I, I don't know how true it is, was, um, was it not the Olympiacos um... owner? Yep. Owner. He is the Olympiacos owner. He also owns Nottingham Forest as well. Um, he is an absolute tramp and a scumbag, and everybody, <laughs> everybody in Greece hates him. Um, and there were rumours that he was faking it to avoid court proceedings, which, knowing his past, you wouldn't put it past him. But um, he quickly said that he caught it in the UK, blamed the UK, obviously. Um, but it's, it's interesting because, you know, 
I was getting quite wound up actually because when we were supposed to play Manchester City last Wednesday, I stayed up till almost 1 a.m. Uh, to talk to the guys on the sports bar <laughs> about the game. And literally five minutes before I went on air, the game was cancelled. And then I, oh. I was literally, well, I didn't have nothing to say, which was quite embarrassing. But then, you know, we were watching sort of the way this whole thing has unfolded. The sensible decision would have been to cancel or suspend the Premier League. But they didn't do that. It took Mikel Arteta to be diagnosed with this thing for them to actually pull their fingers out of their mm. asses and do something. And on the, you know, I'm sure we're going to talk about it in a bit more detail. The biggest concern here is that when the World Health Organization are telling everybody that this is a serious thing and every other country is taking precautions and we're going to the Emirates Stadium to play games against West Ham United, it just feels a bit like, are we missing something? Are we more advanced <laughs> that we know what's going on or actually are we missing the bigger pictures? So it's worrying. And when you hear... Um, that the Arsenal managers picked it up, it really hits home, doesn't it? Because it's someone that, you know, we kind of see as the Arsenal managers are, are, are invincible, you know? <clears throat> An Arsenal manager is someone that shouldn't pick up what the us commoners get. But so, you know, it was a big, um, it was a big shot. Graham, what's your take on it all, mate? Well, well I don't think, know. Um... He's got no tactics to it, is he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If Boris Johnson sat you down, how, Boris how, how, would, how would you attack it? Yeah, was well, Boris's I mean, tactics the, 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 four, four, two? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think we need to keep politics out of it, mate. Um, um, <laughs> look, I mean, the first thing we have to say tonight is that the uh, they've decided to put a two-week hold on the league season. But I find it absolutely. Uh, unbelievable! You know, I can't believe that we're being in a position on April the third, April the fourth, for the league season to start again. Uh, so, uh, to me, I think the I just can't see any football being played at the moment. And uh, I think the the thing you need to uh, obviously factor in here is is that in two weeks' time they'll review it. I think they'll put it on hold again. Uh, I, I can't see when they're going to start it. Uh, I think the other thing we need to factor in is is that the players can't just suddenly start playing when they decide to factor in. Because they've got to keep, uh, they've got to start training again. I know they've got their programs that apparently they've taken home with them, but when they decide to restart the season, if they can restart the season, they've got to start training again. So I think it's highly unlikely that the season is going to be played out this uh, this year, um, which you could argue is a good thing for Arsenal because this is probably Arsenal's worst ever season in a way. Um, so it means what are we going to do? How are we going to decide who are the champions? Who are we going to decide who gets promoted, relegated? They're the issues, I think, that are going to be unravelling in the next few months. And those are the sort of things I think that they need to come up with the answers for. Me personally, I'd like to see the season uh, played out in some way. Uh, I really would. Uh, um, I don't know how that's going to happen, uh, but I would hate to see the season just ended now. And uh, Because I can see all sorts of litigation uh, if certain teams are told you're not going up or certain teams. I mean, I saw uh, Henry Winter tweeted out, let's just end the season now and uh, make Liverpool the champions and uh, the top uh, four or five go into the uh, Champions League and the ones uh, at the bottom get relegated. But Aston Villa have got a game in hand, for example. So, uh, and, uh, how, so, so, so and the thing is, the other point I thought... Um, and I know everyone's going to have a view on this, and I'll, I'll listen to what the judge is going to say. He's itching to get in, I can tell. There's a kettle boil, mate. Uh, no, no, not yet, not yet. You're all right. You've got another 20 minutes yet. Don't worry. 
the thing that went through my head, uh, as I said to you boys before we came on air tonight, is thank God Watford beat Liverpool the other week. Yeah. You just imagine if, if Liverpool had been, were handed the league title in the next couple of weeks. They would say that they won the league unbeaten, wouldn't they? So the fact that Watford beat them. So you said tonight, Judge, before you come and you're watching Luther. I think you should be watching Troy Deeney, mate, not Luther Blissett. Oh, so, because yeah, uh, yes. I think we, we, owe, we owe a debt. We owe a debt to Troy and to Watford because they ended Liverpool's unbeaten run, didn't they? So yeah. that's my fault. I would like to see the season played out for, to a conclusion. I can't see how it's going to happen, but that's that, what I would like to see. I don't know what the boys think about that. Lee, what about you, mate? Well, listen, with Liverpool, there's no argument. They're going to win the league. That's, that's done and dusted. But it's it's for the other positions in Europe, um, you could prob probably argue about that. But then you look at the... The Champions uh, League, I think that um, is it Sheffield United have got a game in hand over Man United, would jump above Man United if they, have that, if they win that game in hand. So that fifth place can become important. And also like the relegation, you know. So it's not as simple as that from that point of view. I, I think at the end of the day, look, somewhere along the line, we will get back to normal. When that is, no one knows, but we will do. And um, when they say all oh, these players... Um, you know, they've got, they can still go training. You know what I mean? At this moment in time, we're, we've got to go work. We're still going to work. No one's telling us not to go work. So for me, their work is their, is their training. So they're just going and train and train till, 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 it's our, till our is. Unless the government turn around and say, well, you can't go to, um, to work no more. And that includes everybody then, like, you know, players and all that, you know. But at this moment in time, the schools are still going. So, um, I think that's a big gauge. Once the schools close down, I think then things will 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 change. So, uh, listen, I think you've got to go with it day by day, week by week. You know, I'm, I'm, I've got an holiday coming up in a few weeks' time, which is not looking precarious. So, um, you just got to just see how it goes week in, week in, week out. I've just seen today that in China, things are looking better over there. They've stopped eating bats, which is a great thing. So, um, hopefully, like, um, <laughs> they can... Um, and if they've, if they've started to see the end of the light at the end of the tunnel, then hopefully, like other other countries can. And I, I, I don't know if you've seen the, the um, I think you put it up, Craig, on, on Twitter about the matches. You know, when it when the lights going around and you pull one out and it all stops. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's a fantastic tweet, and I think that's what we've got to do. We just got to be sensible, wait to see what happens uh, over the next few weeks. P personally, I can't see the league coming back on the third. I can't see them saying that but my, my argument is that if it comes back in say five six seven weeks time you know the euro should be uh, cancelled because um you know and then the premier league carries on so if it's in may you just carry on to the end and then if you have to put back the um the start of the premier league for next season then so be it you know so um that's how that's how i see it you know life will go on um but obviously until till that does happen we've got to do everything that the government and what more importantly that the people that know are, are saying what to do and, and and that's how it is but i've gone to work today it was a little bit more quiet out there but you know people are still going on about their doing their thing this is what i find very very strange is that they, today they've, they've stopped all grassroots football you're not allowed to be in like uh, certain areas and then i see like there's concerts still going ahead yeah. um you know the schools are still um, uh, are still at school. The tra the worst one for me, and I, I, we've all been there. If you've if you've in London, is when you go in at the underground. 
You know, like you get into a confined space and it's like sardines all squashed together, but that's still being allowed at the moment. So, yeah. you know, there's got to be a time when they're going to turn around and say, right, everything's got to come to a stop and we can Lee, move it on. Lee, can I just come in there and just say that I think they've you announced certainly can, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they, they've, I think the Johnson, the Johnson press release or the press conference about five o'clock, I think they've now stopped people going to concerts or theatres. I think there has been, schools have been kept open for now, but I think even as we're talking, they're shutting things down, mate. So I think I've that just... the concerts and the theatres... I've just had Can a I message. Just... Sorry, Graham. Oh, yeah, I've just had a message yeah. literally just now from one of my mates who booked to take his missus to the theatre tonight. He's got yeah. there at seven o'clock and they've turned them away and they've closed it yeah. after the announcement yeah, at right. five o'clock. Is that right? Pubs are closing as well. So, like, it, well, you know, yeah, yeah, it's going to be going to be a, a washout this year, isn't it? Pubs, pubs have been closed. <laughs> pubs have been closed here in Ireland for the last two days. Yeah. They reckon that they're going to close. They reckon that they're going to close the restaurants. Schools have yep. been closed for a week already. Um, what else have they done? No gathering. You are not allowed to have, say, for example, now where I work in the hotel, we are not allowed to have 100 more, more than 100 people on the premises um, at any one time. And outdoor events in Ireland, over 500. You can't have, um, you can't have an outdoor event if it's over 500 people. Um, and, well, and, someone's and, uh, putting the chat horse racing is still going on at the moment yeah but the horse racing is still going on in Ireland but just the racing there's no one in the stands just the racing they're not going to stop they're not going to they're not going to stop boozing and gambling are they but um, <laughs> but well, the, can I, what, what's going to happen with the pubs uh, uh, and all that like? well the pubs are closed St Patrick's Day tomorrow yeah. and the pubs are closed yeah it's, that's, that's a big going to be a big hit you yeah. know, for everybody, well, even in England, it's I mean, a big we had, thing, isn't it? We had, we had part of the British... We have, every year, we have a part of the British Tarmac Rally come through my town. Um, massive money spinner for the town. That got cancelled. Mm. Was supposed to start on Friday evening. Got cancelled 2 o'clock Friday afternoon. Mm. I was at work. We had a, I, had a full, I was at work. I had a full house at quarter past two. By the time I went home at five o'clock, I had an empty hotel. Just one final one thing there. that I actually... Can we, can we put Unknown Driller up, please? Can we have that one up, please? Yeah, I was going to say, just one final thing I was just going to add that I saw before I came into the uh, uh, podcast tonight is that apparently there's a, a mini tournament could be put together to decide <laughs> oh, the Champions one, League. Sorry. I've seen the one. I've seen the one just now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> for the people that listen on audio someone's just put a comment in that lead judges will blame no 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 not the that one, not oh no oh bloody hell that's quite good well, where I've are you, you, you got it, got there, it. there you go there, there you go, go. that's the one that's the one well done like you know what I mean? <laughs> no I'm not that's not my cousin that's not my dad it's not my brother as it's pick on dan night dan you should yeah. really wear a different color top next time because you look like i you're know naked. it looks like i've got like you look like you're on. sitting there like i'm a bit hot to be fair um, Can I just yeah. uh, go for it, Graham? Go for it. We're yeah, sorry, just, we're, uh, we're sorry, we're interrupting you, Graham. Really sorry. sorry <laughs> <Graham>. <laughs> this new band of podcasts that we got going. Here. Um, uh, they announced today. I think I see it on. Um, I think on the BBC website a possible mini tournament to decide the Champions League, Europa League, in Istanbul and Gdansk to cut down travelling, where they play, if possible. Uh, to in conjunction with 
possible league fixtures if they get them back on to 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 find the winners of the Champions League and the Europa League. That was something oh, we should that do. I saw. Do you know what we should do? We should have a five-a-side tournament. <laughs> each, each, each team send five people. Send five people. Go at Wembley. Mark out a load of pitches like we used to do in the summer. Five five players from Arsenal. Five players from every team in the league. Play each other twice, and whoever finishes top wins the league. There you go. Should- do you know what, though? Can I be really blatantly honest here, like, you know, I mean, since we got knocked out, you, I don't give a monkey's about you. They can do what they like with it. I really can. They can do what they like with it. I don't care. You know here's, I mean? here's a good one, though, seeing as we've not got no football to talk about. If you had to pick your five Arsenal players to be in this five-a-side team, who would you pick? What, from the current team? Yeah. None Leno in goal. <laughs> oh, Leno's got a spot. Leno's got a spot. Leno. Um... Well, that's a good question. Yeah. Right, we'll question. think about it. We'll come back to it. Yeah. Who's this guy yeah. in the chat that says he can see my Ozil shrine in the back? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to this. Look, Jesse, he wants to know. It's should just we a give, glow. <laughs> should we give Liverpool the title? Um, do you no. think, if they think Liverpool should get the title? <laughs> Hi, Craig. Hello, Jesse. Can you ask the guys if they think Liverpool should get the title if the league is scrapped? No. Because <clears throat> I want to hear the noise How? of all the hearts breaking. But how can you give them the title and then not relegate people? This is the problem. Absolutely. You, you, exactly. can only do, you have to either relegate people, give people Champions League positions Absolutely. based on where they are now, etc., and give Liverpool the title, or you can't give anyone anything. So, Because mm. it's, it's, it's a knock-on effect, though, impossible. isn't it? Who comes up from the... You, know, you, you haven't got to think about the Premier League. What about the Championship? Yeah, exactly. Who comes up? I mean, and Liverpool. I saw, 30 I, years, I, Liverpool have waited to come to win the title and it's going to be taken away from them. Leeds United since 2004, they've been trying to get back in a premiership. They're on the verge of it yeah. and it's going to be taken away from them. Oh, no. mm. I know. The thing I saw, I saw in the media over the weekend, the possible where they make Liverpool the champions just to promote the top two, have a league next season of, of 22, 22 and then yeah. four get- yeah, four get relegated. I don't know what people think but about that's that. Not that's not fair. But then the way that I would ask then, that's not fair on the lads who are in the playoff positions. Mm. Do you know? Mm. Yeah, because the champion is so complicated, so complicated. Mm. I think until as soon as it's not mathematic, it's still mathematically possible that Liverpool can't win the league. So therefore, you can't then. I'm with you. Yeah, Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah, can't say, oh well, they're going to win it anyway. It's a bit like saying, I think Liverpool probably win it next season. So should we just give it to them next season as well? Do you know what I mean? It's just silly. You've got to actually make sure that they have won it, and it's mathematically impossible. If they've already won the league, that's a different story. But Mm. you can't just stop the league and then sort of decide who's going to win the title and who's going to get relegated when right, people have got exactly. game in yeah, hand. Yeah, We've got yeah. Sheffield United. Like If this fifth place, place matters, Sheffield United have got a game in hand. If they win that, they go into the fifth place ahead of Man United. Mm. Uh, Aston Villa, game in hand to stay in the league. Arsenal, game in hand to be two points off of four. You know what I mean? It's just so, so uh, you know, nothing's finished yet, is it? So I want to see it extended. It doesn't matter if they cancel the Euros. We've got till the 12th of July. That's plenty of time, in my opinion, to get and things that- done, even if we play two games a week and get it done in a couple of months. Oh, you all right there, Harry? Yeah. I don't think sneezing is a symptom. Oh, all right, cool. That game in hand that Sheffield United have and Aston Villa is against each other. So one of them is going to get three points or a point, you know what I mean? So it's not like, oh, well, they can both lose that game. Uh, at the end of it, they can, one of them is going to win it or, or draw it. I don't know why I said that really. Okay, but anyway. draw it. 
Now, lads, if you're watching, yeah. 100, nearly 200 of you uh, watching live, if you can hit the like button for me, thank you very much. I set a target of 500 likes. Um, I set a target of 500 likes last week, and I got quite close to it, actually. I think I was about 100 off. So thanks very much for that. Um, if you're watching this on the replay, hit the like button now. Thank you very much indeed. Um, all links to our sponsors are obviously down below in the website. Uh, West Cork Beer Company, a uh, friend of mine, Colin, who runs his own business over here in Ireland. If you are thinking about getting someone a gift, have a think about it because he, he kind of needs you right now um, with things what's going on at the moment. Um, yeah, so shall we move on and shall we talk about um, this uh, Premier League Hall of Fame that's been cancelled, um, <laughs> of course. But who do we think would have been the first two inductees? Um, Dan, let's start with you, mate. Uh, mine would be different to the one, two, I think it will be. But I think the two they would have gone for would have been Ryan Giggs and Alan Shearer. I think you go for the most decorated player in Premier League, which would be Ryan Giggs, and the person who scored the most goals in Alan Shearer. But I probably would have put Thierry Henry over Alan Shearer personally. So Giggs is definite. That's definite. I think everyone agreed with that one, uh, can agree with that one. But I think, um, yeah, it's a matter of who gets it next. Is it going to be a Paul Scholes or Roy Keane, another Man United lad, or is it going to be the best player that's ever played in the Premier League? And that's who I went for in Thierry Henry. Uh, but they reckon it would have been Shearer. So, yeah, they're my two. I was thinking more... Um... I was thinking, I don't know. Mustafi? No, more Leno and uh, <laughs> Leno and John Disney. Walk. John Walk. Oh, I love John Walk, mate. John oh, fuck Walk. Honestly, go and watch him. Go and watch Ipswich. When I used to play for Ipswich, when I used to go and watch him, John Walk, mate, what a player. Harry, <laughs> um, what do you reckon, mate? A, a, a lot of people, I think, would have said Omri and Shearer, wouldn't they? But Dan's actually made a good point there. Ryan Giggs being the most decorated player in the division. I should never put him in. He's bloody dealing with his sister-in-law for God knows how long. He doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Hey, well, yeah. Harry's on one, eh? Harry, <laughs> yeah. Harry is on one. You can tell Harry's not had football. He's missing it. He's yeah. getting angry now. I'm angry. And the I'm fact angry. that he's got his baseball cap on the wrong way. Bad air day, yeah. Bad air day. <laughs> Bad air day. <laughs> um, yeah, probably Omri and, and Shearer sounds like a sensible thing. Um Omri for me is the greatest player ever to play in the Premier League, so he's got to be on it. He's got to be in there. Do you know what, right? This is a bloody good shout. What a shout. Sir Alex Ferguson and Arsene Wenger. We're all going on about players. Graham, what about that? Sir Alex Ferguson and Arsene Wenger, the first two inducted. That would be great. Yeah, that would be great. That would be fantastic. Players first, isn't it? That's the, that's it's got to be players, though, isn't it? So, yeah, it's players first. I, I agree with what Dan said. For me, it's uh, got to be the most decorated player. That's Giggsy. Uh, and it's got to be Thierry Henry for me. I absolutely agree with Dan 100% there. But yeah, I mean, what, what a great call that would be to honour, in my opinion, the greatest two ever Premier League managers. Mm, absolutely. What about you, Lee? I, I think uh, it's a tough one, but I, I'm, I'm probably going to go, I, I think, go with the earlier sort of people, like, you know. Um... Ian Marshall? Yeah, well, he was fantastic for a little while. He like, was, you know, um, <laughs> Arsenal sort of like for the first couple of years, it was all Mark Man Stein. United, wasn't it? It was well, yeah, it was all Man United to start off with the first. Dimitri Karin, he was a good goalie. Then, then Blackburn, and then I'm not going to go into your goalkeeping shenanigans. Tim Michael Flowers, would have to be the, Michael would have to be in there. Tim Flowers was a great goalie. So I'm I'm going to go for two players completely out of the um, out of the remix here. I, I think that. Uh, 
started a little bit of the revolution of the Premier League for me. So I'm going to go Alan Shearer because he's the top goal scorer in it, and Eric Cantona because yeah, he's um, in those first few years, and I eventually players become were, were better than him, i.e. Burkamp, i.e. Zola, i.e. Vieira, i.e. Omri. They, they were better players that come along at the end. Of, but he was the one that started. So as you're going into the Hall of Fame at the, the first ones in, I think it should be the ones that were sort of more into it there. And as much as I hated Man United, I couldn't help but like Eric Cantona. Yeah, you know, he was uh, a magnificent player. So for me, you know, like someone's put on Cristiano Ronaldo, obviously he would come into it, but obviously a little bit later on, you know. But for the first two, I think because he's got the Premiership record goals, unbelievable Alan Shearer. And um, and and definitely uh, <laughs> Mike Dean got to be in there. I'll tell you what, like if Mike Dean ever goes in there, I'll burn the this place. Chat, he's, actually, like, no, he's, he's, actually, he's actually donated us a Big Mac. Thank yeah, you very much, no, Mike. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd rather, I'd, uh, Mike Dean, if Mike Dean, if that is the real Mike Dean, I am going to turn down that Big Mac. I say that, like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't take nothing off of him. I want to know where you can get a Big Mac for one ninety nine these days. Yeah, well, there, well, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, cheeseburger, isn't it? Euro saver men, you know. Thank you very Euro much for your kind donation. That's very nice of you. Thank you very much indeed. Um, I'm imagine, if, imagine if that was the real Mike Dean, though. Jesus. Evening, sure. Mike. I'm pretty shocked that uh, none of you's uh, gone for Ryan Giggs. I thought that was an obvious one. Everyone's been saying, oh, it's well, got to be no, Giggs went, and then someone else. I went for Ryan Giggs. I'm with Harry yeah, on yeah. that. I went I'm for with that. You know what I mean? Like, disgraceful behaviour, like, you know, why, why oh, the Premier League was on. Did anyone see that Paddy Power advert? Did anyone see that Paddy with his brother? That yeah. was class. Let's have a let's have a vote on it then. Let's have a vote. In. Me and Dan have gone for Giggsy and Omri. That's two for Giggs, two for Omri. Harry and Lee, who are you going for? I've told Omri you Where you, was you having a cup of tea when I just said Eric Cantona <laughs> and uh, Alan Shearer? So Shearer, think... so two for Shearer. Shearer Is that right? yeah, you've got oh, Craig, who did you say? I said uh, John Walk and Ian Marshall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, like, no, I think we've all gone for. I, I think we've all gone for I think Craig's got to have the deciding vote on whether it's Shearer or Giggs. So who are you going for, Craig? Oh, I've got to go for Shearer. I'd yeah. have to go for Shearer over Ryan Giggs. And he was good. And they are Shearer. the two that they're going to be. It's going to be Giggs and Shearer. Yeah. Everyone I've spoken to has put them has left on Ray out. So, so no. tell you what, there's some fantastic players, and you, like people are mentioning it now, like they've gone through. Stephen Gerrard has to be one of the best yeah. midfield Skull. players. Skull, well, not my favourite, but Gerrard was certainly up there, like you know. Well, there's a good uh, shout there. What about um, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank? That's a good shout. He was good, wasn't he? He was good. Yeah, he was good, but he was not in the class of Henri. No, 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 he wasn't. Francis Jeffers. What about Kevin Campbell? Please, Super Kev. Well, the Everton fans, he was fantastic up there for, for them as well, like, you know. Unfortunately for Kevin, like like a lot of the players in the great Arsenal sides of 91, that they weren't in the in the Premier League then. That's true. It was Very like, true. it was the yeah. Division 1, so that don't, their, their goals don't count for the mm. Premier League, which is, you know, ridiculous, you know. So, uh, um, I'll tell that, you what, that, that, that was a great season, 91, but don't get the recognition because it weren't the Premier League. Mm. Yeah, of course, it was the story, Premier League till 92, was it? 92 was the first Premier League. Who was the first? Hey, I question for who was the first player to score in the Premier League? Brian Dean. 1 0 to Craig. Against, Manchester, slow boys, against, against, uh, against Manchester United at Bramall Lane. That's correct. For Sheffield Thank United. Thank well you. Done. Thanks. 
hope you're as good as that on the quiz in a few weeks' time. I'm not coming on the quiz. Oh, yeah. No, I'm well, letting Dan with answers, with answers like that, mate. You I'm should. letting Dan do that. <laughs> That's Dan. He, he, I got a text message from Dan saying that he's hosting the quiz next Monday. So I said, oh, all right then. Um, <laughs> what, you're not in it? No. <laughs> he didn't want to be on it. Yeah, apparently he's not. not. Uh, no, the okay. last time we'd done a quiz, he, he embarrassed himself, Dan. That's between me and Oh, is that what it was? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I did say, Greg goes, I oh, I don't embarrass, want to do, I I do that. He says, I didn't oh, embarrass, I'll let you do it. I didn't embarrass myself up against you at all. No, I'm talking about that one we done and that. Do you remember it? Yeah, and that was good. All the pro- yeah, we didn't do well, did we? That well, was we hard. didn't do very well. But it was bloody hard. The questions yeah, were well, bloody hard. Yeah, it was mem- memorable tests and all that. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, that was good, hard. though. Um, it was good. Mm. Okay. Um, Five-a-side team. Five yeah, the five yeah, the five-a-side. Oh, have you? Oh, well, we won't talk about yeah. that then if you've got it. I, I, um, I, I will. Tactically, I'd set it up. Would be Leno in goal, Sabias <laughs> playing deep. I'd have... Martinelli on the left, Pepe on the right, and uh, Bamiang down the middle. Sabias looking to feed the ball in out wide to either Sabias. Uh, so Sabias feeding out to Pepe and Martinelli and playing in a Bamiang. There's your five side team. Oh, I like it. Look I like and I like the tactics. Good tactics, what, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Harry? What end would you kick off first? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd go with. Uh, I- I'm going to go with uh, the team that everyone expects me to go with based on. There's the Ozil. Leno in goal, Mustafi, Xhaka, Ozil, and Enketia. There you go. <laughs> Man, you never let me down. <laughs> you never. Lee, what about you? Uh, I think Granite Shack would probably be good in the five side because he wouldn't have to get make so much ground up, like you know what I mean. So, uh, <laughs> but um, I'd definitely go Leno in goal. I think he just shades it. I think that other than you yeah, know, but I'm going to go over, for uh, I'm going to go for um, uh, my central defender. That's a tough one, like uh, then none of them are any good. So I'm going to go with uh, Gwen Central Dozy. defender and a five outside team. Nah, that's right. That's what I said. That's what I said. I'm going Gwen Dozy. Yeah. He can do that role there, like you know, Sabias. Uh, Firing the shots for Bamiang and Reese Nelson. I think he's a little ah. tricky little bit of player, bit of bit of this, bit of that, bit of young athleticism. Oh, that win it easy. Well, I'm going to call Noel McGovern's team the best one. Leno, Luis, Torreira, Saka, Bamiang. Look at that! What a team! Oh yeah, Saka. Oh, yeah, good Saka, yeah, team. I should have put Saka in. Saka instead of Nelson. Yeah, yeah. Well it's done, Noel. Clever, what a yeah. team! Not really. He's got the oh, and great, One's injured great. and one's rubbish. You know that's what I mean? Great. I ain't going to go no good, is it? That's a great team. Yeah. And a name like Noel McGovern, he's definitely from Ireland. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I wonder what his oh, Irish is like. Yeah, I wonder. Let's throw the questions open to the chat box. Um, because, like, this is really hard when there's nothing really to... Um, when there's nothing to report. There's been no games. And... I'll tell you what, talking about... Can I just say something? Yeah, of course you can. Oh. What a dream. My dream signings for next season. That's what I'm going to talk about. Go on, then. Up I was going to bring that up earlier, yeah. I was right. going to bring that up. As oh, I love question. to have him. What's his name? Oh, yeah, him. <laughs> what's that, what's his name? Lights. The one from Lights. But Upper Bacana. Ooh, I like him. <laughs> oh, I like him. <laughs> Is that Upper Bacano's brother? Wait, Upper Bacano. Hey, Lee, who does, he, who does he play for? Uh, Lightsburg. Lightsburg. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that, we that, sound that, that German team that slash Spurs. That's all you got to know, like, you know? Up so I'm having him. like a dancer used to do in the eighties. I'm having him. Do, do, I'm having do. him in the team. 
Come on, and do the other car. Dude, the one from the one from Atletico Madrid. A party, 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 party. Let's have a party. Oh, I like him. So he's my second one. And I've got to say, the midfield player that banged in the couple of goals against Spurs, Debbie Moffrey. Now, uh, if we can't get, um, yeah, if we can't get uh, Grealish, he's my next. We ain't getting my, Grealish. Well, all right. Well, he's my next go-to. I don't think we're going. I'd think, love. I, I would love I to sign Jack Grealish. I really would. He would be like. If we be my friend. Yeah, I'd yeah. sell a few players on. What a what a what a oh what a spine that would be. Come on, boys. Eh? That's exciting, isn't it? It would, be, it would be fantastic. Yeah, but I don't. I we'll don't end think up with, we're going to get we'll up, up with Lauren and, and Chris Smalling. But there you go. Like someone just said in the chat. But there you go. <laughs> I'd take We're not going to. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get up on Meccano for the simple reason that he plays for Leipzig and they're in the Champions League. He's not going to leave a Champions League side, is he? So, party, I think he would if the money see, was right. I'd love to see him in the team. You think so? Yeah, um, I mean... I was I going think... to sort of like say, I think... No, I was going to say that sort of like, uh, I think Arteta would have had a fair idea now of the sort of the pluses for him this season, the players who he's going to look to build his team around next year. Uh, and I, I think he would have looked at the players that he's looking <laughs> who he's looking to move on. I, I think that the, the pluses for me this year have been Leno, Saka, Martinelli, Sabias and Aubameyang. We don't know if we're going to keep Sabias, do we? I think 30-odd million was quoted as a possible price. I was going to ask whether we thought that was worth paying that money, whether he would yeah, stay. So. Of course, Aubameyang, the likelihood is Aubameyang's going to leave, I would have thought, um, because I although he's put that tweet out and these, the interview with Arsenal, um, 30-31, last big contract. Is he going to stay? No Champions League football. I, I think he'll go. Uh, and I think that offers a chance for Lacazette and Nketiah next season. Um, and I think uh, the end of the season, I thought um, coming like it did, sort of like there was a chance for young players to really stake a claim for next season. People like Reese Nelson. Uh, it turned, Tierney was coming back to fitness. Uh, and possibly Maitland-Niles, who could have come in and maybe been challenged in central midfield with Torreira being injured. So the end of the season has obviously come as a disappointment to those young players, Craig, because I think that, that, that they could have maybe sort of like put performances and put themselves in the shop window for Arteta next season. So I, I think it's worth discussing next season, realistically, who we think we're going to um, go with next season, who Arteta is going to want on his side. Do you, like, I don't know, Dan, I'll come to you on this one. Do you think Aubameyang might surprise us all? Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's something telling me that he's quite happy. The thing mm. is about Aubameyang, he's never come out and said that he wants to leave. He's never come out and said that he wants to go if we don't get in the Champions League. I think he's fairly happy in London and fairly happy at Arsenal, and I think he does like the fans. He's the captain of the club. I said it before, I'd just I'd just keep him. And then if he goes on a free at 33 years old, then so be it. I just think we've got more chance of getting into the Champions League spots with him than without him. And if he is unhappy for that season, then, you know, he goes where he wants at the end of the year and he just gives 110%. He seems like a professional. I wouldn't be trying to get 50 million or 60 million for him because we're not going to replace him with that, in my opinion. We need to spend 200 and get a Haaland or an Mbappe if we want to replace a Bamiyang. Mm. So we're not going to. You know, we're going to end up with a Callum Wilson or Raul Jimenez, which is going to get you 15 goals a season like Lacazette. So for me, I'd just keep him now and let his contract run down unless he, of course, wants to sign and stay for another four years. Harry, there's a question for you, mate. Um, if a Bamiyang does go, um, if he does leave next season, what, who do you think... Arteta will make captain. Thanks for your question, Lee. Thank you very much, mate. Right. 
if I had to guess who Arteta would make captain, and before everybody jumps on my back, this is not my opinion. This is what I no, think Arteta will oh, do. No, 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 no. I think you know it's going to be. I think it will be out of Granite Xhaka and David <laughs> Lewis. They're the two. They're the two yeah, players. Very, <laughs> joking every, aside, he's right. Joking yeah, aside, yeah, yeah. they're the first two names on his team sheet every time they're available. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter what centre half is fit, who's injured. David Lewis always plays. So does Granite Xhaka when he's available. So. For me, I just think, again, it's not my view. I don't necessarily think that they probably, you know, would be the right people. But that, if you're asking me the question, which is what would I do, I think Arteta would do. That's what I think. I think it'd be yeah, one of those. There's no standout, is there, to be honest? There's no one that you're saying, right, he's a standout. You know, you're, yeah, exactly. you may no. be looking at a couple of players that may be coming in, but is that, you know, like that don't happen very often that a player comes, comes in and then straight in as captain, even though McGuire got it very, very quickly, didn't he? But um, yeah, I, I, I think, think that. Dan's right with it. Do you think we're keeping Sabayas? Harry's right. If the money's right, if, if the money's right, Graham. If it's like, less than four, if it, anything yeah. under forty million and under, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I how can you? Here's a question then to you: How can you play Jacker and Sabayas in the same midfield? Basically, they they it's so unbalanced that midfield with them in it at the moment. I, I know. Well, they've got to sign players no. in there. You know what I mean? If, if we get Partly or someone like that, in, who knows? Jack has got to go still, man. Jack has still got to yeah. go. Jesus, because, we can't keep him. Yeah, and I agree, I agree I agree with Dan. I think Jacker should go because I think Sobias now does what Jacker does. He, he's taken that passing role that Jacker used to have in the team. And all Jacker's doing now is shunting over to the left-hand side, covering Saka when he goes forward. He's not actually uh, playing those sort of passes, aggressive passes now. It's all Sobias doing. I don't know what Harry thinks on that. I think that I think that they they're not completely balanced, but I think it depends on the opponent. If it's a team that you know you're playing a lower team, let's say at home, and you're looking to dominate possession, then I think it's a good combination. And I think that you're right, absolutely right to say Xhaka pulls out to that left hand side and covers. I think what Arteta has done really well is he's come in, he's looked at Granite Xhaka, who's obviously very popular in the dressing room. Um, whether we like him or not is a different story, but he is obviously very popular with his teammates. He got voted in as the captain. Obviously, that went to shit, but he did get the votes in the first place. And he's found a way, he's looked at Granit Xhaka and he's looked at the system and he's found a way of using him and adapting the tactics a little bit to not expose him and at the same time to provide that cover to allow the left back to go forward. Mikel Arteta's way of playing is to dominate the ball. He's come from the school of Pep. You know that's what he wants to do. And I don't think that in Mikel Arteta's mind, he is, in the long term, he is worried about that defensive imbalance. I think in his mind, when his job is done, will be when Arsenal are completely dominating games. So he sees those two as a viable partnership. And I think that Danny Ceballos, if he does stay, you'll see him used in certain games. I think when we go away to the big sides, you'll see Torreira come back in there. You'll see Genduzi come back in there. But I think Mikel Arteta very much believes at the moment that if he wants to have the majority of the ball and he wants to break teams down and he wants to get the most out of Ozil as well because Ceballos does find him in those positions that other people don't, then I think he believes that that is a decent partnership and I think he'll stick with it. There's some, great stuff, the the, there's some, there's some great stuff in the chat. There's some great stuff in the chat here, which I totally agree with in terms of the formation. 
I think we need to change this midfield. The, the defence, I think, will get sorted next season because some of them will be going. The strikers, we need to sort out. But at the moment, we're OK with who we've got there. The midfield needs sorting out. Sam Greenwood, that is exactly what I was looking at there. What about looking at the formation? For me, we need to get rid of the Mesut Ozil's of this world and the number 10s and the granite checkers and the players that have done it, how haven't done it for four or five, six seasons now and go with a hard-working midfield free like Liverpool do, a hard-working midfield free like Leicester and Man City have done. And they're the top three in the league this season. No one plays number 10s anymore. And I've said it, that the role is dead. I actually think Granite Chappers' role is now dead as well. I think we now need to look at hard-working midfielders that are going to do the Jordan Henderson, Wijnaldum and Oxley chamberlain role from Liverpool. And you have those three... And, and you've mentioned some of them in Thomas Party. He's a hard-working midfielder. You look at the Corre from Watford is a hard-working midfielder. Some monsters in midfield like Samare, Sangare. Those sort of players, you know? Let me just... Let me just pull you up on something there that I completely disagree with. You say that the number 10 role's dead and that's fine if you've got Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah on the flanks that are going to score you 20 goals a season, right? But when you don't have that and you can't break a team down who have come and parked the bus at your stadium, how are you expecting a Thomas Partey and Matteo Genduzzi and and a Decore to break a team down? They don't have any invention. They don't have any creativity. They don't have an ounce of flair in their bodies. And we're talking about, you know, this is a problem that if you want to be a big team and you want to be a big club and have that reputation, people are going to come and play like that against you. So I'm not saying that Ozil is the answer for the long term or that Xhaka is, but this hard working thing, football's not just about who runs the most. And and that, for me, is the point that always gets missed. So for me, I think the, we the... lack... We... Yeah, I was going to say, Dan, I think I think I was going to make the point and take up what Harry said. I think the two areas we need to improve uh, is ball progression. Uh, We have struggled with ball progression. We've got players knocking a lot of uh, safe sideway passes. We don't move the ball quick enough through midfield, as Harry says. We've got nobody who can sort of like dribble with the ball and and progress the ball quickly. I think the other thing is we're not getting the best out of Pepe on that right hand side. I've been saying it for weeks. and this is uh, what I'm going to bring up that, about the players we have got on the wings, the Martinelli's, yeah. the Sackers, the Pepe's, yeah. the Aubameyang's. Yeah. We've got the pace there. So, you know, we might not have a Mane or a Salah, but we don't know because at the moment we've got Meza Ozil and Granit Xhaka that are playing ahead of some of these midfielders that can then progress some of our forward line. The reason our, our kind of front line has struggled this season is because our midfield has been weak and has been pathetic and has been invisible. Meza Ozil, we may as well take with 10 men. Granite Chaka too busy slowing the play down, turning sideways, turning backwards, passing it back to Louise again. I don't want to see that anymore. I've had enough of that. You know, you've still already talked about the imbalance of Ceballos. We've already seen that Torreira's not being utilised properly. The whole midfield is a mess at the moment. And I believe that the fence we've seen the issues with, but really the front line isn't getting the service because of the poor midfield that we've got. And people say that Ozil is the only option we've got, is the only creator we've got. That header against Lacazette is the first time he's assisted in God knows how long. So we've got to stop with this. Meza Ozil's the only person who's creating. No, he's not. He's proven it. 18 months that he can't assist. So people still sit there no, and say, but he's the only best we got. No one's what? saying that. That's no the one... best we've got. This no, poor. I'm not saying what for that? a second. That no, but not you, Harry, but people player. are telling me this. People are saying that Ozil was the best we've got and he's the great creator. He's what, the best number what, 10 what in about, the world. What's going on? I don't get it. Yeah. Like, That's a, what I'm a, saying. Saka. Maybe he's... We've got players. Saka, Martinelli, Pepe. We've got some great players. That's what I would do. You know what I mean? But I think we need to... I think if... Listen, we've had Granite. I, I, I've loved watching Granite Xhaka, what he's done over the last... I think it's been fantastic since the bust-up for him to come back 
shown a great deal of mental strength and great and everything. But if you're going to go on and challenge for the title in the top four, he's not he's not your answer in midfield, and nor none of them. And that, that that's a fact. You know what I mean? Like none of the back four. That's Louise, Socrates, whoever. Uh, it's got to be completely changed, stripped, and start start again. And that's where you've got to get in big, powerful players and 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 players that are going to get the ball. Someone like Grealish. Someone like the the German player that scored two goals, the Austrian that scored two goals against Spurs, <clears throat> somebody like that that's going to open up things like that. That's what we're going to need. We've got it's, we're going to have to rip it up and start again. You know, I do. I put this question. Torreira, ain't good enough, neither. No, no, no. I put this question to all of you just before we just Go before on. we finish up, and we'll we'll get your answers there. Now, I think next season, when the season starts, this team will look nothing like it does now. Yeah, I, I, I fully believe that. Uh, Dan, would you go along with that? Yeah, I hope so. I really do, you know. And I think that there are, you know, players that are still good enough to be at the club. But unfortunately, there isn't many of them. I think, Graham, I totally agree with the positives this season. I think Leno is good enough. I think that Saka and Martinelli are good enough. I think Gendouzi's got a future at the club, although it might not be in the first team at the moment. And obviously, Aubameyang is good enough. If any of the other players, honestly, left, I wouldn't care. I don't care if Ozil, Chaka, Kalasanak, Mustafi, Socrates, the list goes on. If they left, would anybody be upset? No, they wouldn't because they're replaceable. And I understand so, what um, Harry's saying. So, hold on. on. So, so do you trust Mikel Arteta? Do you think he's the right man for the job? Uh, I'm still, I'm still, I'm, there's a few question marks over some of the, some of the stuff he's done. But what I would say about Arteta is we need to see what he wants to do with players that he wants at this club. Mm. Because at the moment he's been left with the Emery and Lundberg and Wenger players. He doesn't want them, but he's got the maximum out of them. And we've seen that's not good enough. And that's but, what Emery did was he got the but, maximum but out the of players, that poor, some of those poor sides. The players but, that we keep saying are, are, are that bad are the ones that he keeps picking first in his team sheet. And he keeps putting them down on the on the on the team sheet as the first names. Ozil plays all the time now. Xhaka plays all the time. You know these play, and then you're saying like Genduzi's got a future. But have Genduzi we? But, have play. So at so, the moment, you've you you answered your own question by saying that we haven't got anybody else to play. So that's what you're saying. So at the moment, he's having to pick them. That's why I'm saying to you next season. And Craig just said this will be a completely different side, and I hope it is because this team ain't good enough. So but, if we do see a different midfield and we do see a different uh, uh, player at the back next to say David Luiz or whoever it be, then that's good. If it's an Arteta signing, we've still got to give Arteta the chance. You can't say in the last few months is he right the right for the job because he's got a team that I don't believe is good enough to compete. I, I still believe, though, that even when he gets a few players in, because we're not going to go out and spend major money. We all know that. We're all being realistic. I still think that a lot of the players that you're seeing in that team now are going to still be there. I think you'll see some tweaks and changes, but I think you're still going to see the likes of David Lewis around the place. You're still going to see Granit Xhaka in the team, in my opinion. Um, Mesa Ozil, maybe not so much, um, but I think that Xhaka has impressed Mikel Arteta and I think he'll stick with him. I think that I, I just I think it's unrealistic to expect to, to line up next season with a completely different not eleven and it but won't be a completely because different seven or eight, eight players. Exactly. No, you're right. You're right. That's why Nick Arteta needs two seasons, four transfer windows to transform his squad. Because every manager's had to do it. Jargon Klopp had to do it in four seasons. Mm. this isn't a what do we need next season? Oh eight players and then we'll com compete. That ain't gonna happen. We're gonna have three, then maybe another free go, then maybe another free go. And we start to build it up like that. All I'm saying is with Arteta signings that he needs, we need to be Arteta's players. Not 
not Raul players, not Vinay players. They need to be Arteta signings that wants to come in and improve. And if he believes that Upamakano is someone that he wants that he can work with next to Saliba, then okay, that's a, that's a great, that's a new centre-back partnership. If he believes that Pape Gay uh, from the League 2 guy is the beast in midfield that he wants, then you go and get Pape Gay. It doesn't bother me how much these players cost. If he's got what he's got out of Saka and Martinelli and some of these other youngsters that are coming through, I'm happy with Arteta if he keeps going with that. And I think that if you can see a future with some of these players, great. I don't believe that Granit Xhaka and Mesut Ozil and Mustafi are our future. That's what I'm saying. Because they've done it for four or five seasons and failed. No? No, no, no. no. I thought Craig wanted to go back in. I could no, go I'm on. It's, 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 a great, um, it's a great argument. Um I, I think at the end of the day, even if I, I want to see a completely new midfield, if I'll be yes. honest, I, I, that's what I want to see. I want to see a complete new midfield and I want to see a complete new central defensive partnership. Whatever comes in or after that, I'm not bothered. I want to see two central defenders. I would love it to be the boy f the, from, from France, the two French young boys. I'd love to see them like, you know, uh, doing that. I would then like to see, as I said, the midfield completely overhauled and changed. People say, oh, we can't afford this and can't afford that. We'll have to sell a few players. I'm not, I'm, you know, if we have to sell Granit Xhaka and Torreira, then I so think, be it. I think what it is, Lee, is he's got us, however much money he gets to spend, he's got to spend it well. Because we bought Pepe. Like, yeah, totally agree. £72 million on Pepe last year was just needless. But why doesn't anybody dig him out when he doesn't perform? This is what drives me mad. We, it's the same players that get dug out week in, week out. Yet then players like Nicolas Pepe, well, who've <laughs> battered our transfer budget, not just for one window, but we're going to be paying for this guy for the next five years. And he doesn't produce. I'd rather play Martinelli than him at the moment. Well, my argument, my, my, my counter argument to that would be this is his first season. He can still come good. He's, st he's still got time to come good and time to settle in. If you're using that I, argument I think, over, I, if you're using that argument over why Moisa Ozil still gets slagged, he's been at Arsenal for I, God knows how long. But he's you had, can't. Yeah, I've got we to, we can't afford to spend seventy million pound on a player who well, we can't might, now. That's for who, sure. Who, who <laughs> might hit the ground running after his first season? When you buy a top top player, they come in and they look at Liverpool. They go and get Virgil Van Dijk. He comes in. He does the job. They go and get Alisson from Except Italy, from another league. He comes in, he does the job. You, when you're talking about top, top players and top, top transfer fees, these investments have to pay off. You can't take risks. You know, Martinelli, six, seven million pounds. If it works, great. If it doesn't, it's not really killed you. But for me, I, I don't see it from Pepe. I don't even see flashes of it. I, I just don't see what about that guy is worth 70 million pounds I, I, I think you can Harry, i think you can see there is talent there but i totally agree with what you're saying he, he, he hasn't come coming to the summer we don't know if he's going to be a hit or miss you know we're all hoping oh he's had a season he's going to be a big hit but there's no guarantee it doesn't really look like you know he, he could well be the best player in the in the league next season but again he could still have another season like this i think there's there are reasons maybe that he hasn't had a, had a, a great season. This one, he comes straight into it, straight for no no pre-season, you know, um, new league and whatever. So I'm with Craig. I think you've got to give him the next this uh, another season. But you're dead right. If 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 he doesn't produce the performances that we expect next season, and say like he's playing like he is now, a season later, uh, you know, we're going to have to yeah. take a big hit on him, a massive hit. And I agree with what See? Harry's saying here. 
and I think that if you look at players like who we took a risk on in the parts, like that Harry has as as touched on uh, in Pepe taking a risk on it, we took a massive risk on thirty five million in Chaka. We took a massive risk on thirty five million in Mustafi. These players ain't worked out, and they're still playing four years later. So if Pepe is still playing the way he is at the moment, four years, then I'll dig him out as well. This is the thing: Mesut Özil costs us forty two million pounds, and he's had one good season where he got nineteen assists. The, thing the rest of the time, he's been poor, and he's on three hundred fifty k a week. That's why I slate him. The difference is, though, Dan, can I, can, me, I, can, I, can I just come to Pepe's defence here? <laughs> oh, all, all you lads are oh. <laughs> All you lads are slagging him off. I, I, I disagree with Harry totally. Uh, and uh, the reason I say that is if you, Harry, you've got a great knowledge of European football, right? And you, I know Italian football is more your forte, but if you look at the French league, did you not notice how he was successful at Lille? I know it was a slightly weaker league, but he had that overlapping fullback. Uh, uh, at Lille, who literally was taking players away and he played more as an inverted winger. What we've done at Arsenal is we've literally put him on that right-hand side. He's had no uh, fullback overlapping for virtually the whole season. He's had Bellerin come back and who hasn't been up to fitness able to provide that. He had, uh, he's had uh, Chambers at right-back. He's had Socrates at right-back. He hasn't had the assistance in that area. He's got Meza Ozil who keeps running down his lines in the right-hand side. That right-hand side has been a joke the last few weeks for Arsenal, uh, and and uh, and you can't blame Pepe. I would like to see him move more centrally, uh, and I and I think you have to set him up to succeed. We're setting up to fail. Ozil yeah. is sort of like mm. bringing midfielders back with him into that area, and when I see Pepe, I, I sit uh, above where the players come out, and so Pepe's on my side first half. Whenever he gets the ball, he's faced by two defenders plus Ozil bringing another two, so you've got like four people round him every time he gets the ball. I want to see him played at Lille, it's no secret that, that they gave him the ball, he got the ball and he used to run centrally, uh, take a player on and beat him. We, we, we talked tonight about we struggle with ball progression. He's somebody who can pro progress the ball by coming slightly deeper, getting the ball in that Ozil role and running at defences. Okay, he's not somebody who can pass in the way that Ozil can, but get him closer to a Bamiang. Get They are two top offensive players. Get them closer, playing one-twos. Uh, and bring him more central. I don't think we've given him uh, the tools to succeed this year. I want to see him. And, and I, I thought about him and Nelson being a good combination. Nelson and him who could swap positions on that right-hand side. Nelson playing central, going out wide. Pepe coming inside. And get that right fullback uh, further up the pitch to take the defenders away. Give him the opportunity to go inside. That's my view. And I think... Yeah, there is a good player in there. I just think we've got to set him up to succeed. Don't mind, don't mind them, Graham. They're mucking about in the private chat. Um, <laughs> don't mind them. No, don't mind them. Do you know what, Graham? I would actually. Do you know what, right? And I actually. Mean I, you're not, of course. I actually mean this. I, do you know what, Graham? I'll give you a year as manager. I'll give you a year. <laughs> see what you could do. I don't think really? no. Really? I, I, don't, I don't think no one else could uh, deny or deny him the chance. To be honest, because I tell I mean, you what, you know a bit more than what Ono Henry knew. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll de definitely agree there. One counterpoint I want to make with Nicolas Pepe. Everyone, oh, raves, everyone raves about that season he had in France last year. 11 of his 22 goals were penalties, yeah, which is a massive chunk. That's half still of the goal. Him, you still got to score him. You still got to score him. But French Harry Kane. The French, the French league is, is yeah. <laughs> the French league is really, really weak. We know that. It's, it's, it's really weak. And for me, it's not necessarily that I've got it in for Nicolas Pepe personally, but like Dan mentioned, we took a punt on Xhaka and we did. But at the time, in my head, that made more sense because we needed a centre midfielder. I agree with so, you. I know what you're so going to say. When yeah. we I, made that, I agree. We when should've... we made that transfer, I thought, right, maybe Xhaka, I don't know if he's the right man, 
because I didn't know a great deal about him. But we need a player in that position and we've gone and taken a punt and got one. But this season, we have watched Arsenal concede goals yeah. for fun. Yet, instead of buying a, set, a top centre-half or a top defensive midfielder when we knew we needed that, we went and spent 70-odd million on a winner. I agree with, I agree with you 100%. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Right. And, that, and that, again, comes down to recruitment. That doesn't come down to Nicolas Pepe. That just comes down no, to the agree. recruitment over the years and years and years that we've seen. But I think with Pepe having three different managers, settling into a poor season, which has been a shocking Arsenal side, I'm not going to get on his back. And I stand by it. I'm getting on the back of these players that are weak, that have messed up in Baku and other places over the last four or five years. They're clearly not been good enough. And I don't want to see that again next season. Nor do I. No, can't argue that. No, I can't argue with that. And I don't think you can, Harry, either. I mean, come on, we we don't want to see us. We, 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 Danny's right. We are weak at the moment. And I, I, I don't want to see another season of that. But I think when the season does come around again, I do think we'll see a different Arsenal. I really do. On the pitch, off the pitch, tactically. I, I, I I'm looking for... Yeah, I'm lo- I do. I do. I trust him. Um, and I think he's, I, I think he's going to I think he's going to be here a, a very long time. Would anyone disagree? As I, I call I, time, I think we. I think we've got a very no, no. Just before you call time, I, I, I think we've got a very intelligent young manager, and I think he's come in and the first thing he's done is given the club a structure. What's Lee doing? <laughs> he's given the club a structure, right? Uh, remember when he came? Well, just think back where we were when he came. Immediately came in, he gave us a structure that we had. The, when we were watching Arsenal in the season, Dan will say, uh, and I'm sure Lee will as well, the gaps between the defence and the attack were massive, you know, and he's got the team playing closer together. Uh, he's got a structure, that, uh, uh, he's developed certain players, have been, uh, he's got a system in place. I think we've looked better. He's an intelligent manager, and I think he needs to be back now by the board. And he's, you know, by, we, we, you know, people like Raul uh, and Edu, uh, you know, they need to now. Uh, come to the party. Uh, I've got I've got no doubts we've got the right manager and he's got a system he wants to play. He just needs now the players to play it. He's got a lot of them, but I just think he needs the right additions. I think we've got a very good manager there. I've been very impressed since he's come in. Yeah, I have to agree with you, mate. I'm very confident. Um, one last question. I don't know about you lot, but you know, everyone's washing their hands now and, you know, all this and that and the other and everyone's doing it a bit, a bit more. Does the peanuts taste funny in your pub? <laughs> not allowed in the pub it's shut yeah. <laughs> the peanuts don't taste right anymore now everyone's washing their hands I don't know I don't know if it's I don't know if anyone else is experiencing that but um, okay thanks very much for joining us we, we've just been going over the hour mark there I thought it was only going to last about 20 minutes um, <laughs> the way we were going to be honest thank you very much to everyone who stayed over 250 of you this evening thank you very much indeed if you've stayed till the end please leave us a like because it helps us um, so Help just bang a like on it for us and if you haven't liked it yet then still do come and follow us on Twitter at same old AFC and as you can see up on the screen you will see Dan's at and Harry's at go over uh, and follow them and don't forget to uh, follow Harry's podcast as well Chronicles of Aguna he's been Shit, doing mate. some really some really good stuff if you want to see some stuff every day then go over there and subscribe to it because he's not like us we just rock up once a week Harry's out there putting stuff up uh, once, twice a day. How, sometimes. How's, how's the freelance? How's the freelance work going, Harry? Because obviously this uh, shutdown with football mate, must be affecting you, mate, mustn't it? Yeah, it, it is. It's affecting everyone. It's a really difficult time because obviously when you're, you know, you're a freelancer, you're tasked with covering certain games and certain things. And if there's no games, what are you going to cover? I'm, I'm quite fortunate. I'm one of the fortunate ones because. 
Um, I have got a permanent contract with one of the companies that I do work for, um, which means that at the very minimum, I've got that. Um, so I'm one of the lucky ones, but there are a lot of people out there who are working solely on a freelance basis and, and it's a really difficult time. So um, fingers crossed yeah. it, it passes as quickly as possible. Mm, just one other thing one other thing craig give him a dig out because he's got adrian clark on his show hasn't he adrian the, the legendary adrian clark <laughs> have you really uh, yeah, yeah oh, oh yes actually yes i saw that yesterday i think i retweeted that yeah. didn't i yes yeah, yeah i saw yeah. that yeah we'll we're scheduled to record tomorrow so it should be out on wednesday oh brilliant get up mate and we'll give that a retweet anyway Cheers, uh, guys. absolutely you. dan thanks very much for joining us mate thank you very much Thank you very much. Just before uh, we do go, Craig, can we just say, obviously, I know it's a bit frustrating with no football, we're all moaning about it, but um, to those that have lost loved ones to this horrendous virus, our thoughts mm, are with you because it is absolutely, absolutely horrendous. So um, yeah. I think we have to get that in there. I know it's been harsh. We've been joking and bantering about it, but it has been uh, horrendous for well, some Well, there's a serious but... side to everything, isn't there? You know, absolutely. I mean, sometimes, I mean, like I'm going around <clears> the place <throat> telling jokes about it, trying to, well, not telling jokes about it, but being humorous about it to try and keep up people's spirits you know i mean you, a lot of people can tell what kind of personality i've got you know i'm flying around the hotel making jokes and trying to make people smile and stuff like that you know while, while there's bad news going around and stuff like that you know and especially with my kids here as well you know they're all anxious about it and all that but yeah obviously there's a serious side to it and people have lost their lives so yeah of course um our thoughts go out to anyone uh, who's watching who's been affected by it it's horrible uh, Graham, thank you very much indeed uh, for coming back, mate. Absolutely. So, uh, how long until we see you again? <laughs> it's a pleasure to be back, mate. Uh, I told Dan I'm up for the challenge next week, so I'm going to be swatting all week on Arsenal FC. You better be Arsenal questions, mate, because if you're suddenly it is, throwing mate. things about who scored the first Premier League goal, I'm going to be stumped. All right. So, <laughs> as long as he keeps it Arsenal, I'll be back next week. But a pleasure to be on, and uh, love bantering you guys and. Good to see I the do love a well question. I do love a question. Who was the second goalkeeper to ever save a penalty at Wembley in an FA Cup final? The second. Cool. I'm not sure it's no, goalkeeper against uh, Gary Lineker. What was his name? Mark Crosley. Mark oh! Crosley. <laughs> Who was the first? The Besson. This is all before my Dave time. Man. Yeah, I wasn't even alive, so I'm Dave just going Besson. Dave Besson. <laughs> Who took the penalty? Dave John Aldridge. John Aldridge. Look at this. Craig says he doesn't want to join in. Look at this. He knows he knows it all really. He don't if want to show us all up. That's what it is. I tell you what, <laughs> if it was a general knowledge, if it was a general knowledge about the league, I'd join in. But as it's general knowledge about Arsenal, I'll, I'll, I'll stay out. I think my general knowledge on Arsenal Football Club is absolutely shocking. Um, I don't mind admitting it. Uh, I'm the host anyway. What was the year, first, year, first I, I, year we won I, the I, league, Craig? Craig, first year Whatever. we won the league, mate. Ever? First year we won the league. Ever? Yeah. Ever, ever, yeah. ever, ever. I don't know. Ever? I ever, know. ever, ever. I couldn't tell you. 19... Anybody? Anybody? 1930. Uh, Correct, mate. 1930. Uh, That's yeah. why he's the host next week. Well, there you go. <laughs> 1930. I know nothing. <laughs> my, honestly, my general knowledge on Arsenal is embarrassing. Um, and that is why... I don't. I, I, I. That is why I just don't. I. I, I don't want to embarrass myself. So Dan said I'm hosting a quiz. I said do it. Fucking nice one. I'll have to week off. <laughs> <laughs> Judges. I didn't quite put it like that. But why? Well, no, he's after your job. Watch out. I, I know. I know. Because, no, I'm not. I'm not as good as Craig. Worry about anything else. I'm not going to swat on about the arsehole. I'm going to watch Luther. You look a bit like Luther. 
He's a white loofah. He's he's an angry man. I've got to say that he's an angry man. But I'm looking forward to that. And then I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna swap. I thought you meant the thing you washed. I thought you think. Yeah. Wash your back with in the shower. A loofah. That is a loofah. Oh, you mean Luther? Oh, John Luther. I'm gonna go watch a bit of that. And then um, I ain't never going to swap about their quiz because I'm feeling pretty confident that I'll, I'll nail that. But Graham's going to be a good competition, I think. Yep. Oh, boys. Harry, 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 Harry. Harry, 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 What's going to happen if I beat you, Judge? Aye. What's going to happen if I beat you then? Seeing as you're talking big, what's going to happen well, if I beat you? I'll meet you at the Emirates for a punch-up. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way on earth you're going to beat me, Harry. Okay, no way on earth. Dan's going to send me the questions. <laughs> <laughs> if judges loses, you have to put Socrates on your shirt next season, mate. That's what oh you're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll put Mesa Ozo on my way. Oh, go, 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 go. Thank you very much for everyone who has been watching. Uh, thank you very much indeed. We shall see you next week. Um, we will be doing the quiz. Uh, Dan will be hosting it. I might have a word of him, see if we can get some Premier League questions in there and I might join in. Um, Sounds good. So uh, thanks very much for watching. Uh, and all I've got to say to you really is, lads, is just take, use your common sense for everything that's going on. Keep washing your hands. Don't touch your face. Cough into your elbow. And just take advice from uh, the proper websites. Don't mind any WhatsApp messages going around telling you all that there's going to be a dragon, fire-breathing dragon, going to come and blow us all out of it um, and kill the virus because that's obviously that's not going to happen. Just take, just use your common sense. Um, keep away from, you know, keep keep your two meters distance and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we'll see you all next week. Until we do, up the Arsenal. Take care of yourself and each other. Up the Arsenal. Stay safe. Stay safe. Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.